What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, I promised that we would have this. This is the Steven Crowder versus Daily Wire. This is a follow-up episode now that the very first episode we did was Steven Crowder's first initial video. Since then, you've had Jeremy Boring from the Daily Wire come out and give their response that it was, in fact, the Daily Wire that made the offer. Um, he went on to further explain the contract. Then since then, Steven Crowder released a video of a taped conversation with Jeremy. Then since then, Candace Owens went on the Tim cast. Then since then, Steven Crowder went on the Tim cast. And I'm going to uh, present to you some clips. I'm going to present to you. Once I play the clips, I'm going to give you my opinions and my insider opinion of what I think because I've been involved with the networks, I've been involved independent. So I believe I'm one of the rare people that can truly kind of give it to you from both sides here. Um, and we're just going to jump right into it. So everybody remembers the very first episode or the very first video, I would imagine, where Crowder did all of this. Um, but then Jeremy Boring comes out and he basically says, yes, Daily Wire did it. Um, and to be blunt, we offered Steven Crowder $50 million for four years. Ben Shapiro would later come out. And so would Candace Owens later come out and say, this is basketball player money. It is ridiculous that he would turn this down. It's $50 million. It's $12.5 million a year. And that initially throughout the, you know, the Twitter verse and the social media verse kind of turned everybody against Steven Crowder. What a pompous jerk. Blah, 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 this, this, and that, $12.5 million, et cetera. Um, and I kept quiet because I'm like, oh, that's not, that's not exactly true. That's not exactly true. Um, and then on Timcast, we had this episode where, yeah, uh, th they kind of address it. And so I'm going to play this clip from the Timcast uh, where Steven Crowder was on. And uh, here we go. I'm, I'm on your side on this one. Everybody can know my bias. The reason that really bothered me is because I run a company. I know how much money we make. And there are people who yeah. assume that revenue equals money in your pocket profit. And it's like, no, 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 no. If they're giving them $50 million, it sounds so wonderful. They're assuming you're dumb. They're, they're treating the audience like they're dumb. Again, well, no, 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 a lot of people don't, no, but, no, but don't here's understand the thing. this. People don't understand because they're assuming that you won't go and do research. Look, $50 million basketball money versus $12 million. If, if uh, let's say Marvel says, I don't know, the new Thor movie is $200 million. Is that Hemsworth's salary? It's that simple of an analogy. Yeah. But the issue here, and I'll let Gerald kind of talk about that more. The, the issue here is like, I think that these people at Daily Wire, they've said that they're very business savvy. They're running a business. So are they very business savvy? Um, and no, are they dumb and don't know that $12.5 million a year for an entire production house is what we're actually looking at? Or are they lying when they say it's basketball money and $50 million salary? I think Candace Owens at one point got up to like 140 or something. On the, I don't, I don't so really you said you wanted $30 right. million a year or 140 And the only reason people, people know that's not true, and you've seen the transcript, you ever see me once say, hey, it's about more money? There was never an offer sent after I said, look, it's a non-starter. 
if you don't change these these terms and please tell me that you're not doing this with other yeah. people there was never anything after that where it was of course the non-starter is i'm not gonna i can't do five live reads because we do Can, commercials i let can't me, let me, let me, i just want to ask one specific yeah. question because a lot of people are bringing this up and they're accusing you guys of only exposing them after they turned down your counter offer I don't, is that true or can you add more information to that yeah, I don't know why they're saying the timeline that he kind of gave was completely inaccurate. Yeah, there was never um, there was never any counter offer from us. What Steven said was basically, look, guys, these are the terms that we have a problem with. Right. And if this, I don't care what the contract says dollar wise. If these terms are in there, that's bad, and you need to start again. This right. has to be pulled out. So there was no counter offer because I'm seeing a lot a lot of you guys say there was the agent. The agent, I think my agent, the first they sent this term sheet. The agent said, "Well, if you're talking about 100 percent ownership, by the way, in perpetuity forever, meaning, and it's a six-year contract with no option to negotiate. They have an option to extend for two years, six years, locked in at that rate. And again, right? How do you penalize someone for money that they don't make? They're not going to lose money on you being demonetized. Now, I get that I'm a special situation, but they said this is demanded of everybody. The big con issue is something that I've been running up against, and everyone in this industry knows for many, many years. They just were arrogant enough to out themselves and to put it in writing and to say, we know how to run this business. We figured it out. You don't know what you're talking about. And, of course, you know, after that, uh, um, another last trial was, you know, then going and trying to take... So take our, our our social media director and i only showed you that email because he's willing we'll get in that here in a minute if one of your goals for the new year is to do business with companies who share your values then hop on the pure talk bandwagon that's right pure talk my cell phone company is the antidote to woke wireless that's why they are proudly veteran-owned. That's why they proudly employ a U.S.-based customer service team and why they refuse to spend their money on fake news networks. And I haven't even started talking about the service. It kicks everybody else's perpetual butt, and it's not even close. One of the largest networks in the country, you're going to get blazing fast data, talk, and text for just 30 bucks a month. That's probably half of what you're paying at Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Not to mention AT&T just dropped Newsmax, so why keep supporting them? Keep your phone, keep your number, and switch over in as little as 10 minutes. Plus, Pure Talk has a first-month risk-free guarantee. Try it, and if you're not completely happy with your Pure Talk service, you'll get your money back. Support a company who supports you. Go to puretalk.com and enter the promo code G-R-A-H-A-M, that's Graham, to save 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com, promo code Graham now. Yeah, so, you know, let, let's talk about this. I, I want you guys to realize for a production <clears throat> like Crowder, and, 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 and there's two points here. One, Tim Poole correctly goes to Crowder's side on this because anybody that runs any kind of thing here. So to run the Dear America show, when we were running full production, you know, video and, and all that stuff, it was about a four man team, including myself to pull that off. Okay. If you include nine twelve and all these other ventures that I did, I, I mean, just full transparency. Okay. Because it, it, now these are times to be fully transparent with everybody in total between all of the businesses that, that that I had outside of this, like real businesses, trucking companies, t-shirt companies, et cetera, right? 
uh, website uh, companies, SEO companies, all the above, consulting, et cetera, we probably grossed 10 million a year. Okay. So, 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 and, and I say that to you and to the person who sent me the little email about how dare I forget where I came from, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You're sitting there talking about all this money, blah, blah, blah. I'm a combat veteran. And you know, I work three jobs to make a hundred grand a year, sir, that is great. And that is fantastic. But I can assure you one thing. And, and I say this with complete and total sincerity. You have never worked as hard as I have. You have no idea how difficult any of this is to pull off. You have no clue. It, you are in the earth's atmosphere and you are talking about things that are in the galaxy. <laughs> like, like, like there is such a massive disconnect because there is no way for you to truly understand unless you're here very much like joining the military. You can try to explain it to people all you want the military, but you just can't, right? There comes a certain point where it's just like, I don't know how to explain this anymore. If you really want to understand it, you just got to do it. I say all that to say gross 10 million is not what me and Alyssa personally made or personally kept profit. All right. So <laughs> there's, uh, there's gross, there's revenue, and then there's profit, right? Gross is what you make. Revenue is what's there within the company after, uh, you know, say you sell t-shirts revenue that you've made is, is, uh, after cost for goods, et cetera. And then pure profit is after all bills have been paid, after all employees have been paid, after all legal fees have been paid, after all shipping, handling, um, you know, payroll taxes, all this other kind of stuff. What's left over after that is pure profit. And then you can't take all that because you have to leave money in the business so the business can be financially secure, right? I say all that to say I run a team back back you know when we were fully going with 912 and and the show and everything I ran a team of about 12 people. Crowder has a team three times as big as mine. He has about 30 35 employees, okay? We grossed 2.5 million dollars less than what they're offering Crowder. But Crowder has a workforce three times as big as mine. Is it making sense now what I'm trying to say? $12.5 million for a full 35 staff business of which they take on the full cost of productions, et cetera. That is not Steven Crowder putting $12.5 million in his pocket. Some of you may be wondering, Graham, why are you talking about this? Why, why, is, why, why are you guys all talking about the money, et cetera? Because, because it's out there. And you guys need to know the realities of the situation. Okay. Now, if they were offering Crowder 12.5 million and they were like, we want you to leave your entire team, fire everybody. You come here. We handle all production. We handle all everything. Well, that's actually more like a $150 million deal because then Crowder doesn't have to worry about payroll taxes, employee salaries, uh, legalities, uh, insurance, none of that stuff. He literally just shows up. They turn the cameras on, they leave. Now that's a good deal. 
<laughs> you know, that, that's a fantastic deal. That is a, that is a out of this world deal, but that's not what the deal actually was. And the problem I have with what Jeremy Boring put out and what uh, Ben Shapiro put out is this is basketball player money. Well, that's a lie. And so, and so to me, knowing both sides of the spectrum in that particular topic, do I think Stephen Crowder did everything right here? Absolutely not. But in that particular topic, which was the main topic that they tried to turn it around on Stephen Crowder to be like, he's just a greedy guy. He wants more money. Uh, and then he did all this. They know because they are good businessmen. They know that $12.5 million a year before taxes with a full production budget of 35 employees, et cetera, they know that's not basketball money. And to use that narrative is, as Steven Crowder pointed out in that, they are assuming that you are stupid in that. And so in that, I disagree wholeheartedly. I don't have anything against Daily Wire. I've worked with them a lot. I hope that that continues but but I gotta call it like I see it, man. A spade's a spade. Yeah, yeah. Look, that's not true. And when you phrase it like that, you're you are you are slanting the truth and the reality of the situation. And so you know, point to Crowder on that one. In my opinion, point to Crowder. Are the Biden administration's New Year's goals of tax and spend? and turn a blind eye to inflation at odds with your goals of securing your savings? When you finally had enough of the games government is playing with your savings and retirement, diversify into gold with Birch Gold. I am tired of my money being impacted by stupid decisions by leaders in Washington. Birch Gold makes it easy to convert an IRA of 401k into an IRA in precious metals. Here's what you need to do. Text the word Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 to claim your free info kit on gold. With almost 20 years' experience converting IRAs and 401ks into precious metals, Birch Gold can help you protect yourself with gold today by texting Graham to the number 989898. With an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau, thousands of happy customers, and countless five-star reviews, Secure your future with gold. Start today with a free info kit. There's zero obligation to make this request. Just text Graham, that's G-R-A-H-A-M, to 989898 right now. This next part is the ownership of content. And this is from Jerry, Jeremy Boring's uh, response to Crowder. And, 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 and this is going to be a lot of legalese, but... Once he says it, I'm going to try to talk to you a little bit. Um, and this may even be a piece where somebody else kind of talks about it too. But but here we go. This is Jeremy Boring uh, talking about one of the points that Crowder had, which was the ownership of content. To be completely honest, this is outside of money. <laughs> this is the single biggest thing that creators like myself, we fight for. And it is a bloodbath every freaking time. Everybody wants to own it. The end, even something that you built, everybody wants to own it. And so listen to what Jeremy Boring says, and then I'll try to break it down for you a little bit as well. This is a very important point. Daily Wire will own all of the content created herein and will own all of the DW created channels and brands created by us during the term. 
And to be clear, we can exploit those channels, brands, and content in perpetuity at our sole discretion. What does this mean? Well, it means just like all of the back catalog that Crowder would, would have been bringing over, we would have a license to have that all over at Daily Wire Plus during the four to six years that Crowder was here. But at the end of that four to six years, he would take all that content with him. A little bit different with the content that we're paying, you know, tens of millions of dollars for uh, during the course of that content would always stay with us. We would have a sort of perpetual right to monetize that content even after Crowder would leave. And, you know, if, if uh, Matt Walsh were to leave the Daily Wire, presumably at some date in the future, well, what does a woman would stay here? It was we paid for that. We paid for the marketing of it, the production of it. You know, we paid him for the time in which he created it. And so this contemplates something very similar. We would still have the right to the things that we make. Okay, so on on the outside that sounds reasonable, right? But but the part that it kind of trips everything up, and I'm going to pause it here so I can read it to you. Okay, it says ownership. Uh, this is section eight. Daily Wire will own all of the content contemplated to be created herein. Okay, first of all, that wording right there is very very. I've worked with lawyers a lot these days. Content contemplated to be created that's a very broad term so a lawyer would look at that and be like uh no no way are you signing that absolutely not basically what that could mean and this is what lawyers do they talk about what could be and what could happen dw will own all of the content contemplated to be created herein and will own all DW created channels and brands created by DW during the term. So basically daily wire will own all content. This could be construed as if you think of an idea, but never act upon that idea during the term, technically the daily wire owns that idea. Even if nothing is ever acted on it, the daily wire will own all of the content contemplated to be created herein. Now, Daily Wire will counter and be like, of course, that's, that's only content that we would create. Okay, cool. But that's not what that says. <laughs> and, and as much as this may seem like nitpicking, ladies and gentlemen, I need you to hear my voice in this. I have been through these and I have been on the wrong side of these. And trust me when I say this is a bloodbath business. It's a bloodbath industry. And if it's not written in black and white, plain as day, if there's room for interpretation, the talent always loses. Always, always loses. Uh, let's see here. The DW will have the right to adapt and monetize anything Crowder says or writes on his podcast, social media, et cetera, both DW owned and Crowder's personal channels, books, or media hits for day for, for daily wire articles free of subscription, marketing and promotion, social media posts, merch, or newsletters with no additional approval required from Crowder. Okay, yeah, that's just basically saying that they can turn anything Crowder says into a written article. The the, the only other part that I don't like is is Jeremy says, and this is, and I'm only I, I'm not hating on the, the daily wire here. I need you guys to understand that. I'm just saying I would I would say the same thing. Uh, when, when Jeremy says, you know, there's a difference between everything that Crowder would bring versus the things that we pay to create the things we pay to create channels. We create on then 
we would own those in perpetuity. Now, again, this is this is another sleight of hand from people that have been doing this a long time. And people like myself and Steven Crowder, who have been doing this a long time, we see the sleight of hand. It's like magicians watching another magician. The general audience has no idea what's going on, but another magician knows exactly what the magician just did, right? It's the same thing here. Okay. You said any content that day that that daily wire pays for right well technically you're paying for all of it over the next four to six years then this is when it gets tricky and i know this because i've been through it okay so steven crowder owns all his channels right okay cool so if the daily wire dumps over the course of six years let's say they do a full six years with the right to renew for two-year option So for six years, they've been dumping $5 million a year worth of advertising and growing uh, into all of Steven Crowder's social media channels, right? So the numbers that Steven had when he started Daily Wire are substantially higher due to that money influx of advertising that the Daily Wire is putting in while he's with the Daily Wire. Who then owns the channels? Because you just said anything that the Daily Wire pays for during those terms becomes the Daily Wires. And some of you would be like, well, what does that mean? Well, what I'm telling you is the argument can be made. And I'm not saying that they would. I'm saying that good business is addressing these things head on because that is what uh, lawmakers would call a poison pill, right? Okay, so they're my channels. But under the term of this contract, if you dump any kind of money to add to followers, add to views, add to customers, et cetera, to my channels of what I'm doing, this says that Daily Wire owns that now in perpetuity. So even though it doesn't name the channels directly by stating that anything the Daily Wire pays for, they then own, now we fall into a potential problem when it's time for me to leave. Do you see what I'm saying? That, does that make sense? If the Daily Wire puts marketing dollars into Crowder's channels and then those channels grow in direct response to that, then the legal argument can be made. Well, Crowder can't just take the channels now because it can be argued that those channels now kind of half are owned by Daily Wire because he wouldn't have those numbers now if it wasn't for Daily Wire dollars being put into those channels. Now, again, some of you may be thinking, wow, you know, I never thought of it that way. Well, of course you didn't because you you haven't had to have these conversations. (laughs) All right, let's talk about the uh, the, 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 the phone call owning uh, 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 recording friends. This was something that people had a problem with. Um, but, but, but let's play it. Steven Crowder did this. They don't get deals that basically wage slaves for a little bit, come over and make a salary and grow their brand. They can be wage slaves for a little bit. They can be wage So basically he recorded a conversation with Jeremy Boring of which Jeremy Boring, they were talking about up and coming people. And they were talking about them coming over and being, uh, as he put it, wage slaves for a little bit. So a lot of people were outraged by this. But, but, but again, 
Um, I'm going to defend Crowder for recording the conversation. A lot of people think that's wrong because they were friends. But my point is they offered him a super low-balled contract. And I know that it may not seem that way, but when you truly break it down, even on the, the, the thing of money, like we just talked about, they truly threw their friend of 10 plus years and Steven Crowder is the biggest conservative voice in the entire country. Okay. I'm going to say that again, St bigger than me, way bigger than me. And, 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 and anybody that negates that is lying. Steven Crowder is the biggest voice in conservative world in the country and perhaps in the world. Okay. They threw, and, and yeah, I get, you know, somebody said, well, that's called haggling. Yeah, you're right. It is. It, it's called haggling. But it's like I said um, in a live feed, it, it, it's, like, it's like going to buy a house, right? Nobody, nobody, nobody offers asking price when you first try to buy a house. You lowball a little bit to try to get them to come back so you save a little bit of money, right? But there's also a difference of coming in so low that people are like, yeah, you can go get bent. I'm not even counter offering you. You're not even on the same planet, right? So what the Daily Wire did is they offered Crowder a deal, even though they were friends for 10 years. Friends for 10 years, you should have been able to bypass a lot of this garbage, right? And so like, you know, if they're truly friends, it's like, okay, you know, let's get past all this back and forth, back and forth. Give me the number. Give me the number that you want and I'll give you the number that we can do and it either works or it doesn't. You know, I mean, that's what friends in business do because if you're friends, you remove some of all that, all that going back and forth and this and that, blah, 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 blah. You, you, you remove those things. Hey, look, look, man, I'm not going to go back and forth with you here. This is, you're the biggest person in the movement. There's no arguing that. This is what I can do. I can't do any more than this. Now, maybe I can guarantee you this and we work something to where, you know, if we exponentially, you exponentially make more money than this and you deserve more money, there's some kind of rev split, et cetera, to even it out. You know, I want to make this work, but this is the best I can do. And then Crowder would then go that there's no way I can do it for that or, okay, you know, yeah, that is a little lower than what I, what I really need. But if we work in some kind of rev share thing, yeah, I think we can make this work. Let's, you know, let's go past this term sheet and let's start really hammering this out. Right. That's what friends do. But the daily wire didn't do that. They offered him a super low ball that they were wanting him to come back with. And the moment they did that from Crowder's perspective, I don't blame him for recording the phone call because Unfortunately, that's what this business. I have people that I know personally. I won't say their names, but every time we hang out together, they take their phone out and they hit record even when we talk. Because even when we're friends, because they we just live in a world where we have to record everything that we say because people will chop it up, they will carve it up and you have to be able to say, no, that didn't happen, right? So you can think it's bad or not. I mean, it's not great. I agree. But at the same time, I kind of see how Crowder got to the point where he felt he had to do that. Now, back to the term of wage slave. This is where I defend the Daily Wire. You're right. Somebody that's not a Steven Crowder, 
uh, somebody that's not a Charlie Kirk, somebody that's not a Candace Owens, I- I'll say me too, somebody that's not a Graham Allen, you're right. You're not going to come in and pay them all this life-changing money when there are new kids on the block and you don't even know if they're going to really, really make it or not, right? You got to get in there, use the network to your benefit. As Jeremy put it, be a wage slave for a little bit. It's like, hey, here's your deal. Here's 120 grand a year. Um, You're going to work your butt off for the next three years. And if you take off, guess what? You're going to have a huge payday at the end of this. The NFL does this. Rookie contracts for some of the best talents in the world are garbage and they've got to work rookie contracts until they make it to like year four where they can renegotiate for their big payday, right? They got to get in there and they prove it. So I don't necessarily have a problem with that. So on that one, I give it a draw. Um, Here's where I think the Daily Wire has the best argument in this whole case. Um, This is Jeremy Boring talking about Steven Crowder uh, has never truly been independent. And, And here's what he has to say. Enjoy the same luxuries that we do of being independent. Steven, the whole time I've known him, has worked for someone else. He was paid by PJTV when I met him, which was owned by a billionaire at the time. Then he was paid by CRTV for a number of years, which was owned by a billionaire uh, at the time. Then he was paid by The Blaze, which was subsidized by a billionaire. And he didn't necessarily have to be profitable. And he doesn't know for a fact that he was profitable. Because, as he has said very publicly, all those companies, none of them really shared all the information about what was happening with them. So Stephen feels very certain that his show was always profitable. But he doesn't know that his show was profitable. All right. So that is 100% true. Um, Stephen... Crowder was on the same networks I was with CRTV and then with the blaze. And, and he's right. That is something that I have learned. And I realize in my youth, how much of a mistake I made because I did not give enough, enough nod to how difficult it was to manage the back end of all of these things. And there is security in that being with a network. I mean, there just is like, you don't have to worry about overhead. You don't have to worry about managing employees. You don't have to worry about paying in place. You no longer have to pay insurance for what it is that you're doing. You simply go in there, you do your show, you be the talent that you are, and then you walk out. Right. But that's the, so, so yeah, again, that's, that's what I agree with that. I, I think the daily wire is right in that you know, Crowder has never really had to build that. Now, the the thing that Crowder has pointed out, the thing that Jeremy Boring just pointed out is the networks never really share with you your numbers. That is also true. <laughs> that's 100% true. That's kind of though, that's kind of like industry standard stuff though. You never really tell the talent how much they're doing. And again, you can... I can see both sides of the aisle. I know as a talent, that's very frustrating, but also now as a businessman, I understand the concept of that. You don't want a talent within their first year of a four-year contract to be like, whoa, I signed a bad deal because I should be making this much money because I'm driving this much revenue. I mean, you just can't have that. Those aren't good business models. You can't be having renegotiations of contracts every nine to 12 months. That's just not the way that it can work. And, and, and you can only understand that if you've been in a network and then you've also been truly independent. 
Okay, if you want all the money, if you want all the power and you want all the control, then you have to take all of the crap associated with that. If you want to truly just focus on the movement and you want to truly just be the talent and be creative and, and be able to be in the right headspace to be creative, et cetera, you have to give some of that money up because the network has to be able to use all their resources at hand to push that. So there is a give and take there. So again, I give it a draw on that. And here is the one thing that I, I, I side with daily wire on um, here. Here we go. This is the talking about poaching of employees. Here we go. The daily wire. They say, here's a term sheet. You go, Whoa, this is crazy. Right. Hey, you can't do this. The daily wire then says all of a sudden, and also, but a few months later, Crowder registers stop pick con. Then yeah. he calls and secretly records Jeremy. He was setting us up. This email right here paints a different picture in that you talked with the Daily Wire and said, here's our issue. Yeah. Here's what we can't do. And they said, okay. And then sometime later, they try. No, they said, if that's the issue, this is our business model and you right. don't know business. But then they try yeah. and poach one of your employees. Okay. So. I don't really care about the timeline. I just want to address the employee part because a lot of people are like, I can't believe the daily wire would do that. Blah, 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 blah. This happens all the time. And honestly, again, that's just business. Like good people get approached by companies all the time. And, you know, Crowder goes on to say, you know, they approached a guy who wasn't looking for a job. Well, none of the good people are looking for a job. Like it is only when contracts run out that good talent and good people are looking or in the market for jobs, right? Like Crowder wasn't looking for a job. The only reason Crowder opened up the field for potential offers is because his contract was running out with the blaze. And the reason his contract ran out is because him and the blaze just could not come to terms on what a new contract would look like. That's just business. There's no hard feelings there. There's nothing wrong there. The best people in the industry, the best people that work for conservative companies, uh, you know, independent people like myself, those people are found. <laughs> those people are actively, as we call it, headhunted, right? Because really good people have jobs. They're not on Indeed. <laughs> that that's not real. Like th those people don't exist. And so I, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with that. You know, I, I have always made it to where anybody that's with me, Hey, if you get an offer to work somewhere else and the money outweighs the, the freedom and the time and experience that you have on this side, then go do it. Like I, 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 you have got to do what you feel is best for you and your family. I don't really get butthurt about that. And I don't really understand that because again, that that's good business there. So on that one, I got to give the daily wire a point because I don't really see the problem with that. And so who is winning in this? I think that daily wire is going to have to respond. And then Crowder will respond again. And then Daily Wire will have to respond. This is going to go on for months. So let me know, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. Let me know who you think is in the right here and who you think is in the wrong. Or are you more like me and you see it from both sides? And if you look at it from the Daily Wire's viewpoint, they're right. And if you look at it from Stephen Crowder's viewpoint, he's right. Does it make either one of them wrong? I don't know. Does it make both of them right? 
possibly. But let me know, Graham at DearAmericaMedia.com. That's all we have for this episode, guys. We hope you enjoyed it. Make sure to share it with your friends. Leave us five stars. It helps us in the rating. That's all we have for this episode, and we'll see you guys again next time.